Welcome back to Play Out Loud. This is the Rock and Roll Podcast, and I'm Rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, say that again. I'm I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> it's Rich and Bree today, and uh, today is our 20th episode, the Big Two O, and we're going to celebrate that by doing a review of the Three Doors Down and Candlebox uh, concert here in the Chicago area. Uh, Three, Do- Three Doors Down is out on their Away From The Sun 2023 North America tour. And Candlebox is also on their Long Goodbye, or The Long Goodbye tour. And then at uh, the same time, they are teaming up for several dates uh, and combining shows. So that's what they did um, last night, the 16th, 17th, excuse me, of June. And we were at the show in... Tinley Park, Illinois, at the, I want to make sure I get this right, because it's newly renamed the Credit Union One Amphitheater. In Tinley Park. In Tinley Park. Before that, it was the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, and before that, it was the World Music Theater, or there was something maybe in between. It's been a lot of different things. It's funny, we, we were driving in there, and I, I still see a sign that says Music Theater. <laughs> so mm. I don't think they have any faith in it staying uh, that for long. So, but anyhow, uh, so we're going to go and dive into it. Um, as we always do, we bring you through our experience from start to finish. Uh, it is Father's Day weekend and traffic was very, very, very light yes. uh, on the way down there. Abnormally We'd, so. Abnormally so. It normally takes us from we are from where we are, it normally takes us about... We're northwest of Chicago, about 56 miles northwest of Chicago. And to get to Tinley Park, which is east of Juliet, takes us about an hour and 30 minutes normally. I think it took us, we left at, what would you say, 6.15-ish? I think we got there 7.20, 7.25. I don't know what time we actually got there, to be honest. We stopped for something to drink. I was kind of out of it there. yesterday, so um, I wasn't paying attention to time. But we... We were concerned that we would have a problem parking because several weeks ago, right after the name change, uh, Janet Jackson was in town, and it was a royal clusterfuck for as far as the parking is concerned. Getting into the venue, they didn't have enough cops, they didn't have enough people, they didn't have enough staff, whatever it was, and people sat in their cars for hours. I would like to say that I think there were a large number of cops directing traffic yesterday. There were there were an inordinate amount of police officers starting like a couple blocks down directing normally they do right when you get off at what is that halstead uh you get off there and then you turn left by the target to go into the amphitheater area there's really not much back there except the amphitheater um but there was cops all the way from that corner all the way into the amphitheater and then they had numerous signs directing people into regular parking or if you were a vip or if you were premier parking we ordered the premier parking, which all that is is you paid forty bucks up front and you get to park somewhat close to the venue. Not the closest bad. to the venue. You're the the second parking lot of three. It was maybe a five minute walk, if that. Maybe a three minute walk, if that, to the venue. Uh, we got through security real quick. Well, they have a new security. They have a new security system there, where you walk up. And you don't have to put your stuff in a bin anymore and, and go through. Unless you have like a you large... You just show it to them, yeah. apparently. And then you walk through these tubes, one tube on either side of you, 
and it says you either get to go or you don't. And you have to move off to one of I think those it's detecting like airport weapons. things. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like probably. a weapon system. Or, you know, like a knife or a gun or Because the guy in something. front of us had to get stopped, and I think he might have had a knife or something on him. Because mm. most guys carry a little, you know, switchblade. Utility knife or a switchblade or yeah. something. And they forget. I mean, it's off. You know, it's... Especially it's, if you work in a business where you carry... Or if you rode a motorcycle or whatever, and you got a keychain, whatever. So we got through there pretty quickly. And then there's the ticket stop where you have to show your ticket. Now, some places are paper ticket you hand them the paper ticket they cut it you know they rip it in half go that's way in the past then they have those little scanners like a cell phone that they scan your your phone or your ticket or whatever and then you can go in but this one was a little different it's like a it's like a little kiosk they had this at at the milwaukee stadium too i'm pretty sure I've used them Oh, at Fiserv. Yeah, they had it at Fiserv. Um, so basically what you do is you turn your phone towards this. Kind of reminds me of the airport scanners where you have to scan your ticket, but now you scan your phone. Sort of. Because they don't, I mean, they. a lot of people use their phone now It's for a big, ticket. long board, essentially, uh, if, if you think about it. You're standing, and it's probably four feet tall by about maybe eight inches wide. And it's got a screen on it, and you turn your phone, and it scans it, and it turns green or it turns red. The problem with that is the people in front of us, she was trying to scan her phone. So it wasn't a ticket. I don't know what it was. It was trying to interact because he didn't have it turned towards the scanner. He had it away from it, and it was trying to read like a sound or something. Hmm. We were standing there for quite a while. He was trying to get somebody to come over. We were standing there, standing there. Standing there. I, 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 I whispered to you. I'm like, why, don't, why doesn't he just tell him to step aside and have somebody else help him? But eventually he did that, and we were able to get through. Um. At Tinley Park, they have two sides of the amphitheater. Each side has somewhat different food and and they're, beverages. They're and so almost forth. the same, except almost. Like a couple there's a, stands. There's some food trucks on one side, and then there's really nothing on the other side. But um, we were at the f- side that had the food trucks and um, like the beer garden and things like that. And then on the other side, it was completely closed, which we didn't know until later on. So, <clears throat> in this particular one, we. What did we do? We went to the bathroom first. It was a mm-hmm. long car ride. Um, and then from, and I, I noticed right away, there's not a lot of people here. I mean, it was sold out. So. You looked it up. For what it's worth, it was sold out. But I'll tell you, there was probably 80% of the people there last night. The inside was pretty full, like the the lower level, but. Right, but as you got back else. towards the back of the seats. Um, and even some of them, like you had an open seat next to you. Thank God. <laughs> there was an open row across the aisle for me. There's a whole row of openness. Um, but they were making sure people were sitting in their right seats. You can't just move up. Um, but anyways, then we stood in the forever merch line. That thing was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't moving very fast at I all. Think, well, I think that attributes to not the people selling the merch because they seemed pretty on top of it. I think it's all of the drunk people that were in the line not paying attention. Already at at 7.30 oh, for the amount of people show. that I was, because, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with a hangover the next day, you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with any like stupid assholes. Cause I was that one last night, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was my mood yesterday. Cause you had partied the day before. <laughs> Unintentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like not in the mood to drink or be, you know, involved you're in that. pretty quiet on the way down there too. Well, you're like, stop asking me questions. <laughs> Like I'm not in the mood. I okay. just I was just in a funk yesterday. I think it's that's a whole another issue that I've noticed with my own clients. So I'm not gonna get into that. But mm-hmm. drinking does affect people who take medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, me. So anyway, these people around us were talking, and they're like, "Oh, I'm drunk already. Oh, I'm too drunk for this. Oh, blah blah." And I'm like, 
it's like seven o'clock and we just got here. Right. <laughs> and you're already plastered. And these drinks are like 20 plus dollars. If I, ha- if we played a game last night and granted it was probably the bands that were playing. Candlebox has been around 30 years. Three Doors Town has been around 25 years. It's dad rock. So there was a little older crowd there last night yes, for it's, sure. It's dad rock. <laughs> but if I had if I had a dollar for every time I saw a biker or Harley shirt, I told you there was a lot I of bikers there. Out of there. I saw bikers going in, and then there was like that whole row. Or like when we left, I don't know if you saw that whole row of motorcycles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All yeah. the biker dudes were there. So it was just filled with. I've never seen that filled with biker shirts. The other thing I mentioned to you is, and this surprises me. Like people don't have any. Um, Shame. Self-respect when it comes to putting clothes on before they leave the house. There was people in pajama pants. There was people, like, I wouldn't walk out of my house to go to the grocery store and what they wore. But, you know. Everyone has a good right on them, to wear I whatever suppose. they want. But if you're going to go to a concert and you're going to be around people, they can take some pride in yourself. Put some put some regular clothes on. At least take a shower. It's a free country. We live I get in it. this free world to but wear pajamas often, to concerts. How often do people go to a concert? Depends. The average person. The average person, how many concerts a year but do they go to? But also, it's not Two, like you're going three? to like a Harry Styles concert. You're going to Three Doors Down I, and Candlebox. I get it. Some I people just it. walked out of their house and went. But if Let's you're going to drive all the way down there and you're going to you're going to go to this event, some people live in the area. We don't know where they're from. You're going to be from. sitting next to other people. It's not like you've got this seat far away from everybody they else. Could. You're standing right they next could have to her, sitting seat. right next to these people. Well, I suppose they could be sitting on the lawn where no one was. You're just being. You're kind of you're kind of being seen out right now. No, I'm kind of being common sense because. These people were, it, it, some of it was just ridiculous. Anyway, it was just something that I, I noted when I got there. So we stood in the merch line. Um, we each got a Three Doors Down t-shirt. Um, have you still figured out what yours is? Nope. It's you, just you a You got tree the blue empire. one with the Three Doors Down red lettering and a burning tree. Mm-hmm. You haven't figured out what that was yet? No. Okay. Well, we'll try to figure it out. It's no album art or together. anything, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, I got one that just says Three Doors Down U.S. Tour. It's got a uh, skull on it. And then I did get a Candlebox shirt. Because I've been listening to Candlebox since 93, 94, 95. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. As a matter of fact, when we got there, you're like, oh, you like these guys? And I'm like, yep. And you're like, you're old as fuck. Well, you gave no indication that you liked them, so I was just... Just like happily vibing. I didn't know every song they were playing. Just about. Um, They've done seven records, I think. So I did get one of their shirts, and then we went in and sat down, listened to Cattlebox for quite a while. They were really good. I had never seen them in concert before. Um, I've seen them on YouTube and a few other things, but I've never seen them in in thirty years. I've never seen them in concert, which is one of the reasons I did want to go to the show. We've seen Three Doors now. We figured out this is either our third or fourth time we've gone to see them. but Candlebox, this is my first. Uh, they they put on a really good show. Uh, you know, for being around 30 years, they know how to do it, certainly. But what they looked like 30 years ago and what they look like now, completely different, obviously. So, I think older guys should not have their hair so long because it does give away age. Well, he had a scully cap on. That too. The grandpa golfing hat. <laughs> That's the kind of hats that Jaja would wear. But some guy, like, you know, Leonard Skinner... Those guys would have worn something like that. Where Certainly. In 2023, I think you're definitely going to show your age if you wear that to a concert. Well, we'll get that into that when it comes to Three Doors Down. We'll have that conversation as well. But um, So the guys from Candlebox, they did a great job. Uh, we've got a couple pictures up on our Instagram uh, at Play It Loud Podcast. But, um, so they did a set for about an hour. Uh, they played all their hits. 
and uh, they did a really good job. Now, you not knowing the band, you not really being familiar with a 30-year-old band, just from what you heard, what was your first impression? They have a lot of energy for being old. <laughs> well, you know, they like when you watched um <laughs> Oh, what was that one band? Um They're like my age. Yeah. I know. It's um, a little insulting. <laughs> what was oh my god, what was that band that was with Five Finger? We were just talking about them. Oh, it's not Megadeth. No, they, but like if you look at Megadeth, right? Like the yeah, lead but they're singer older like than these guys. barely wanted to move around the stage, right? Like there's a time where you should maybe just not perform anymore or just get a chair. Make it look like you like you're performing. Well, and the difference between Dave Mustaine and um the gentleman from Candleboxes, Dave Mustaine, you couldn't see his face for the first half of the concert. He had his hair down in the front of his face, and he was just standing there singing into the microphone. And at some point, he flipped his hair back, and you could see his face finally. Um, these guys were high energy. They just moved around the stage. They were playing their guitars. They, were, they weren't just standing in one place going, we're going to play music, and you're going to sit there and listen. And there was no energy at the Megadeth uh, portion of that concert. There was a lot of energy at Candlebox. And by the way, even for the amount of people that were in there, most of them knew Candlebox. A lot of them were there for Candlebox and Three Doors Down. I think it was a good pairing. So you said high energy. What do you think about the music? Honestly, when I go to concerts and I don't know the music, I have this thing where like I can't hear the music very well because I can't pick up on the words. So sometimes it just sounds loud. It sounded fine from what I could hear, but I, I couldn't really hear it, to be honest. That's to be fair. Okay. You'd, so you'd never seen it before. You really don't listen to them. They're a 30-year-old band. It's it was not more that they're 30 for, years old. I've never heard of It them. was more for me, and I get that. And so we listened to them, and then a few, you know, with a couple songs to go, we went out and grabbed some food, um, which was great because there wasn't a whole lot of people out there. They were all inside the amphitheater, and we were able to get some food. Um, which I don't think the food agreed with either one of us at some point. My stomach was just upset from the night before anyway, and I was telling mom, like, I take these vitamins out with my gut. I had a little too, mustard on my, uh, too, too much mustard on my Well, Polish. you did ask for extra mustard. I so. did. I did. And you had the nachos, the brisket They nachos. were fine. Everything they was fine. Good. It's they just my stomach was already kind of jazz going into that, and then I ate food, and it was and again, like, again, that's mm. a cashless um, venue. So you go in and... You can pay your tips in cash, but you can't buy anything in cash. So if you bring cash and you don't bring a credit card, you're screwed. So you have to bring a card. Uh, and the one food truck that I was getting my Polish at, their system went down as we were standing there waiting. So, um, But they got it up fairly quickly, five, ten minutes. Um, so we've been to the venue before. We knew what to expect. The whole mm. other side was closed. But bathrooms are clean. Venue's clean. Everybody knows what they're doing. Merch line moved, you know, it was okay. It was it wasn't a decent horrible. pace. We weren't in the line horrible. more than no. like 15 minutes. 15, tops. 20 minutes, yeah, tops. Um, I think we got in line at 7.42 when we were out of the line by 5 after 8, uh, five after eight probably. Um, and we got our stuff. And then we sat back down, waited for three doors down. Now, <laughs> instantly, we went back and looked at um, the pictures from tw- – you know, 2017, when we last saw them uh, here in the Chicago area in Elgin, and we saw them with Filter, which was and modern day fucking Romeos. horrible. No, it was Seventh Heaven. Oh, no, sorry. I confused Seventh them. Heaven. I always confuse them. Um, Seventh Heaven was good. Filter was 
fucking awful. And I think we've had that discussion on, on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. And then Three Doors Down came on. But that particular show, we had meet and greets. And we got a picture with all of the guys from the band. Now, if you look at that picture and the picture of the guy and, and what we saw last night in six years, those guys have aged gracefully. Let's just put it that way. Justin but walked can, out looking like Jesus. So there, <laughs> so in 2017, their bass guitarist was brand new to the band. Yes. Essentially. And you were at that point, six years ago, you were like, oh my God, he's beautiful. He and was. He was tall. He was built. He played guitar. Right. He walked out last night. I almost didn't recognize him. <laughs> he's got his like hair a, was past his shoulders. He's got like a pointy, well-kept beard and mustache. Like it was, it, it was a full beard Fu Manchu. We said he looks like the uh, authentic version of what Jesus would look like if he lived. And his hair was all Earth. wavy. Yep. Yes. And so, but all of the guys, you know, like Brad Arnold, he had long hair. Brad's I've never it. seen him with long hair. He's had long hair in the past. He looks better with short hair. He just needs to. Um, he had a little less energy last night. He was, the, he was just, old. he was good. Don't get me wrong. He was really, really good. He was good. excited more towards the end. But I you think? remember in 2017, every other sentence was, thank you, my friends. He thank says you, that my after friends. every song. He though. says it all the time, but he had a little bit more energy back then. But as he noted, you know, through the years, they've gone through some shit, um, as a band, you know, when they were writing between their first and second album, they were, they were touring and they were taking separate buses. He was saying last night, which was interesting. Um, so uh, they started about nine thirty, right? I have that right? About nine thirty, and they played for hour and fifteen, twenty minutes, hour and twenty minutes, and they played all the, you know, it, it was the Away from the Sun tour, but they didn't just play songs from from that album. They played a lot no, of different songs, but no band really does that, you know, like this Get Rolling tour. Well, so Nickel- it is an anniversary okay. tour. That's the only argument that you can really have about this. So Nickelback was supposed to pre-pandemic, they put together for all the right, re- for all, for all the right reasons tour. And they were just going to play that album start to finish. I think. I'd be down with it. And then it got canceled because of the pandemic. That's what Badflower did when we so, saw them. They just played their whole album and it was great. Right. So now they're doing the Get Rolling tour and I'm sure they're going to do several songs off that, off that album. Um, but I thought for sure, since this was a away from the sun tour, they were just going to do every song, you know, every song off the album. They didn't. So they did Away From The Sun, they did Let Me Go, The Road I'm On, Ticket To Heaven, Running Out Of Days, When I'm Gone, It's Not My Time. <laughs> now, right before, B, I thought Duck and Run was going to come on and they did Be Like That. I said, that's my favorite song. Duck and Run is one of my favorite songs by them. So they did Be Like That, which brought me back to American Pie Days. And then um, and then they did Duck and Run. Uh, they did Loser, a real good rendition of that. Uh, going down in flames, dangerous game changes. Um, here without you, they opened their encore. They did two songs in their encore. They opened with "Landing in London." "Landing in London" is one of my favorite songs by Three Doors Down. I don't know why it just is. Um, I think maybe because of the duet that's on that song, um, but it's just it's just really one of my favorite songs. And then they ended the night with "Kryptonite." Um, which Naturally. we were we were we were walking back through the uh, amphitheater where they were doing that, and as we walked out, you could really hear them pretty crystal clear. Yeah, and I'm like, well, why wouldn't somebody just pay forty dollars to come and sit in the parking lot? No, I said you could just sit out in the parking lot. Right, and but then I said, that. well, then kind of like a twa- Taylor Swift thing, you could just come pay forty dollars to get your premier parking, and sit and listen to the whole show 
out in the parking lot. That's what people do at Wrigley. The people that live around, they just sit on their balcony and watch. Of course. Why wouldn't you do that? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, what did you think? So let me do this. What did you think of their, their energy all night? I, I thought it was exceptional. I thought they, other than maybe Brad being a little more subdued, I thought the guys were really, really good. Like the drummer brought it. Both guitarists brought it. Bass guitarist Justin brought they it. Sounded good. They amazing. sounded good. They sounded they amazing. Sounded For like 25 years, do. they sounded amazing. They sound like they always do. You know. <sighs> was I like bursting at the seams, jumping around like some of the other people there? No. I'm not. But com- then again, it's not one of those shows for me. Yeah. I'm not comparing them to Leonard Skinner. But <laughs> for me, like. Second time. Like that type of a band, like a Leonard Skinner or some type of band, you know, like an Alabama or a band that was around, you know, back when, when our, my parents were growing up, a, a band that had been around and they had, you know, maybe seen them five or six times or three or four times or whatever. And they'd been around for 25 years. And that's what this band was to me. You know, I've been listening to these guys for 25 years and I knew every word, to every song of, you know, a, 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 their entire set list. And it was a comfortable show. And this is the third time you've seen them, I think. What but did you- all of them have felt the same way for me. Like, they're not like, I need to go, like, jump around and expel all this drunk energy like some other concerts. But it's just a vibe. You just sit and enjoy the music. My, my point to that, I guess, is do you get that comfortable feeling when you're when you're listening to them or or does it feel different than that? for you I don't know I think that's a a complicated question you have more of an obvious attachment I mean I was I was growing up with the music um I don't know it was just like I was just there for the for the you know the the vibes how I could describe it I don't know how else to describe it it was just a vibe you were just sitting there listening to music right but the okay so as I said, with like landing in London, for instance. So Bob Seger, um, you know who Bob Seger is. Bob Seger did the duet with um, Brad on that song. Obviously, Bob Seger wasn't there last night. So that was the only thing missing on that sh- song. But because I played that song, I've played that song a hundred times. And it's kind of ingrained into my spirit. You know, like sometimes for you, a band will just be within your spirit. Like you just... When that's when a song comes on from that band, you're like, "This is my fucking band. I love these guys. I love everything about them. I love everything they do. They rarely have a miss, and you're just it's a it's a comfort. It's like a warm it's like a warm blanket. And for me, at that show last night, I haven't enjoyed a, a concert that much in a long time because it kind of felt like a warm blanket, like an old friend, like oh. These are the guys. Okay. Yeah, I know. I get the vibe more like, you know, this afternoon by Nickelback. Like, that's the vibe I get. Really? that concert. Just like I could be sitting out with a beer and a bar- at a barbecue. So just a good time. The vibes. Yeah. So just a good time. And I, I suppose that's another way to put how I felt. Like, like yours is more, I think, coming from a sentimental piece. Mine's probably. more like, I just enjoy these guys. This is a good show. I know it's going to be a good show. I don't have to have any expectations. You so know? this is the first show... I think ever, ever, that I didn't record one song on my phone. I just didn't feel the need. Like, I've seen them so many times, mm-hmm. and I've 
you know, I've heard the song so many times. And they've and there's plenty of video on them, right? I mean, you go on YouTube, Instagram, whatever. There's plenty out there. But I just wanted to enjoy the experience rather than, oh, I haven't seen these guys. Or, you know, I get to see them very often and I want to record their song so I can listen to it later. Or whatever it is. Or putting it on Instagram or, or TikTok or YouTube or whatever uh, for, for the podcast. I just wanted to enjoy it. And I think that's why I really enjoyed it so much more. Because I looked around and all these people have their phones out. And they're recording it. And that's, you know, that's great. But the people who were enjoying it the most, I think, like myself, they were just, they were in the moment. And they didn't have their phones out. And they were just soaking in the music. And they they were having a great time. And that's kind of how I had the experience last night. For me, I wouldn't say it's a spiritual experience, but it's pretty damn close. Because it's so ingrained in you for 25 years like in 25 years, it, think of it, what's your what, what is one of your favorite bands that you've seen several times? I think you know the answer to that. No, tell me. Well, I was thinking about how I react to Hollywood Undead when I see them. Okay. That experience, I kind of black out because I'm having such a good time, and it mm-hmm. feels like it went over in a blink of an eye. Right. Even though they've performed, like, all of their songs. Right. Um, because you listened to them since you were in middle school. Mm-hmm. And so that's been, what is that, 12, 15, 4, 12, 14 years, something like that? I have a hard time recording those because I just sit You're, there and sing okay, the Okay, I watched the your time. videos, and it's like a, <laughs> it's, it's like a schizophrenic rabbit trying to videotape them. That's a little insulting. It is not insulting. It's the honest it's truth. It's the vibes. You're jumping around and you're having a great because time. Because it's the vibes. Yeah. So imagine in 10 years or 12 years when you've seen them a couple more times and that shit's ingrained into your spirit, how much fun you're going to have just sitting there vibing with them. That was me last night. I think they're a little different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the band. It matters how you connect with them, right? Like I have a connection with a few bands like that that I've seen. Nickelback's one of them. A lot of people are like, "Fuck Nickelback." Well, you know what? See them live and then say that. They're amazing live. I don't care what anybody says. They're amazing live. So, and I've seen them what seven, eight times. We're seeing them again in August. Um, three doors to, at this very at this very venue. Uh, three doors down. Put an amazing show on. For an hour and 20 minutes, I got to sit there or stand there. I sat for a little bit, but to stand there and soak in my youth, essentially. And it, and it brought me back to those, to those times. Well, so, I was and I think a lot you, of people I remember can, when the songs came out because they would, you know, at the time, the radio would play the popular songs. I think of the what, time. that's what music really is, though. And we'd sit in our Good little music. van, our little, our little Honda, our of, Toyota van. Sure. And, have the windows down a little bit. A little bit. And sit in the back seat and the goofu dolls and your, three doors down would seat. come on. Uh <laughs> you know, three doors down would come on, nickelback would come on. That was like the age of dad rock is when I was growing up. Yeah, but you got raised right. Did like I? I didn't Yeah, you did. I didn't raise you well, okay, you did listen to some you did listen to some shit. But. I don't know why you're shading me right now for <laughs> 
my Justin Bieber in One Direction phase because every girl needs to have one. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of Justin Bieber, but the, you the have amount your moments that, too. Okay. Yeah, but come on, the amount that you had, and I get every we girl all have our moments. It's like for me. Okay, here's here's what it is for me, and it's not this this dramatic because I'm not I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. But you know how some Taylor Swift fans just they just go and they have an experience, and that's kind of what it was. For I me feel last like night. my One Direction phase was your Chris Daughtry phase. You watched him on American Idol, fell in love with him, fell in love with him after. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, whoa. no, no, yeah, no. Don't whoa! You I did not him? fall in love. You with did fall him. in love with him. He, you, if he came to your door and said, mm. "Richard, we may met I him. spend the night with you," we met him. <laughs> you are taller than he is. Yes, I'm a foot taller than him, at least. Um, nice guy. Real nice guy. Short. Not nicer than Brad. Brad is the nicest celebrity I've ever met. So the entire band of Three Doors Down when we met them in 2017 was so accommodating, so nice. Everybody They're just was boys just, from the South. They just, they just, they just welcomed you with open arms, and they were so grateful for you to be there. I will say he did turn up the God stuff a little bit, that concert. Well, look, <laughs> He's I, always been that way, but I think just a little the much. The band has gone through some shit again. And I think he has used his faith to get him through whatever uh, he's he's had to go through. And he mentioned it like a lot of bands have recently. Look, everybody goes through some shit. Everybody, you know, needs needs somebody to lean on. And some of, of the songs that they sang last night, <clears throat> he would say that, you know, the fans have gotten them through some really dark times. And I think he's just leaned on his faith. And look, I, I know people. I just wish that he would have told me that he loved me instead of Jesus Christ well, loves me because he's supposed to. You did to turn to me now. and say, "I took that as he loves me." No, I said, "I think I could have just accepted that he loves me." Oh, I heard it wrong then. Um, but you, you, you know, you, you got to understand he he's coming from um, a no, spiritual, I understand where he's coming from. I'm just saying that's not always the fan base, and it can't. And he didn't people. get preachy though. He just basically said, "Look, there's there. He basically someone always said, loves you. when you feel alone, someone Jesus loves Christ you. will always be there. Right. That Take out it. the Jesus Christ. Somebody's always going to love you. That would have been that would have been good. There are people who are severely traumatized from religious stuff, and if they never knew Three Doors Down." They could have been a little scared. I'm not going to fault him for that. I'm not faulting him for it. I'm just saying, it, if you're going to go to a show and just know that that's what's there's a few other bands that do the same thing. Skillet, Thousand Foot Crutch. There's a few bands out there. Flyleaf that have you okay over there? There's there's a few off. bands that are they have a faith based message, and I don't think Three Doors Down has ever done that, but I. I think he's, again, he's gone through some shit and he's just being open and honest and real. And I can respect it. It took him literally a minute and a half, maybe, of our time to go through what he wanted to say. And the last part of it was the last 15 seconds of it might have been, but it's not a big deal. That's all I'm saying. It was just a little preachy. That's all. Well, that's all I was saying. I'm not faulting him for it. You're allowed to believe. You're allowed to believe what you want to believe. You're allowed to say what you want to say. I don't think we have enough positivity in this world. Okay, I think we I think we need to get away from all the negativity and get towards a more unified country and reaching across the aisle and, you know, shaking somebody's hand and saying, I'm here with you and we can put aside our differences and we can be a united front and we can do this together and I'm here to support you. And we need more of that. We don't have enough of it. And I think that's what he was trying to do last night. Anyway, so he ended up they ended on Kryptonite. I mm -hmm. thought 
I didn't hear the like tail end. I think we got in our car right as it ended. As soon, literally the last chord, I I clicked the doors, boom, and it was over. And we heard the cheering. So I didn't hear. Car. I didn't hear if he said anything after. I have no idea. I, so, my point to that is their encore was a little long. I will say. Oh right. So <laughs> okay. So we had this discussion last night. Okay. Nothing more. Has, Johnny has said, look, we don't do encores. Fuck that. We don't do encores. The reason we don't do encores is we just want to play music. Like and when we're done, we're done. I you have one, one song left. Like, we're done. Yeah. The, enjoy the song. And they did say that. All. They said, hey, do you mind if we do one more? So we knew they were doing their last song. They did say that. Well, after the encore. But at the you, and everybody knows because the set lists are on the internet now. So you know what's coming. Well, it's not even that. It's just you know when a band dips out really quickly that they're coming back. And what's the point anymore? Like, it used to be, okay, we'll come back out for you. We'll do or two or three more songs. And they were kind of getting every does an encore, juice they? that they could out of it. They do. A, a small one. I will say, though, I like that they are, like, trying to get the crowd really amped up while they're gone. So but they're only gone, talking. like, 30 seconds. But you can hear, um, why am I just blanking on everybody's names today? Um, <laughs> Brent. Thank you. I was going to say Brad again. Brad Smith. Um, you can hear him saying, like, we can't hear you, and trying to get the crowd, like, really right. amped up because they have really heavy songs coming back, so they want the energy to be at a max. This encore break? It was, like... Three, four, five minutes, it maybe? It was, like, beating a dead horse. Might have been three. It seemed like a lot longer. And then you went back and beat it a little more. That's how long the encore was. I almost <laughs> want to say that an encore is a... What did I say last night? It's a self-gratifying pat on the back to the band of like, this is what we've done. Give us love. Well, first of all, we gave you love when we bought the ticket. Second of all, we gave you love when we stand and cheered for you. Third, we gave you love when we sang and you could hear us. And Four, we gave you love when we stayed through the whole thing because you were really good. And five, we don't need to do that. We're all grown adults. It's 2023. We can do away with the encores. We all know what's coming. Now, if you guys short. need a break, yeah. do something like some of these bands do where... I'm pretty sure Brent says we're going to go take a quick break and we'll come they'll right do back. They'll do a drum solo for a th two or three minutes and let the drummer go while everybody kind of gets off stage. They get some water, change their shirt, whatever they have to do. Or the lead singer comes out with maybe an acoustic guitar and they do... A which they, they did. Talk? They did. They did that uh, a little bit with Landing in London. They did, they did that. Um, or they just talk. Sometimes or they, they might just, just talk and give the band the members. Talks. Nickelback is very good at doing that. They'll sit and they'll have Nothing a drink. Nothing more did that the last time we saw them. The guitarist sat there and talked. And Shinedown. Shinedown took, what, two or three breaks doing that. Um, yeah, they, they had, had the piano couple, that came down. And they did that whole thing. Um, Disturbed did that. Dave um, did that. And so, anyway, I just thought it was gratuitous. It, Maybe no, it was just word. too long. It gratuitous. was too long. It was it was too long. So the the one complaint about have the about the entire show was bring that encore down just but this is their third show. Third of the tour, so I think they're still trying to find their way. In fact, he almost messed up on the set list two or three songs into it. So I think I still think they're trying to find their way because they haven't toured in a few years. Um so I'm gonna give them a pass on that. But other than that, fantastic show. I would give it a straight solid A. Give it like an A minus. Maybe a B plus. Would you go see him again? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to like 
It's not like other bands where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to buy this ticket the minute I see it. It's like, yeah, I could go see them again and I'd have a good time. I'd have about the same amount of a good time as every show I've been to with them. But I think that said, and I might feel the same way, but I wouldn't say, no, I'm not going to go see them. Like if they were coming to Chicago next year, I wouldn't say no. I'd probably go, yeah, let's go see them again. I wouldn't say no. But they don't they don't tour every year like a lot of bands do, like every tour. If they had a new they album, yeah, I'd go see maybe. I'd go see a new a new concert for them. Like I loved the um what was it, the the last album they came out with. I can't remember the name of it. Um that show was really good because I really liked that album. Are you talking three doors down? Mm-hmm. It was Us in the Night. Um, so that was in 2016. But that was the first album they had come out with since the um, anniversary tour and Time of My Life They actually album. had one right after that. They did an acoustic version of their songs that in 2019. Count. That doesn't know, count. <laughs> New music. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first one they had done in since the, the Greatest Hits tour was the last time we had saw them before the Us and the Night tour. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what my what my favorite album is. Um, I mean, it's it could be it could be away from the sun. It could be better life, but for me, I think Us in the Night's my favorite, just because it was a time in my life where I was listening to them a lot. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to say Seventeen Days is probably my favorite. You could cheat and say Greatest Hits. It, okay, but. <laughs> But 17, no, 17 days, because it's got right where I belong, it's not me, let me go, be somebody, landing in London, the real life, um, and, and uh, what's the other one, Live For Today. So, I mean, there's a bunch of songs on that album. Now, you're, you're saying Us in the Night. Not because it's their best music, it's just that was the sentimental album for me. Yeah, they didn't play any of those no, songs last night. they did night. not. On that album. They did not. So for me, what a band thinks as far as what they think their best album is, is how many songs they play off their al- off, off those albums when or their they favorite. do their greatest hits tour or they do a, this is kind of a greatest hits tour, if you will. Um, we went really, to that one. I know. That was the one we went to in St. Louis. This is kind of like part two. Um, but anyway, um, I would give it a solid A and I would say that I would go, absolutely go back again and I think this, the, the sign of a good, strong... Because, look, here's the other thing. It's like Nickelback. It's like Three Doors Down. It's like some of these other groups. They've been around a long time. They're not going to be around forever. And, if they're, and, and the reason that Def Leppard is... For some people, they want to go see them. And other people are like, no, nah, I don't really want to go see them. Like, for me, is I've seen them at their prime. I don't want to see them when they can't really sing and they're old. You know, um, I, I want to appreciate them in their prime. Three Doors Down is, I think, on the horizon, the, the backside of that, if you will. Um, and so I appreciated last night for what it was because I don't know how many more times I'm going to be able to experience that and see it. So I really tried to soak it all in. So A for me, A minus from you. A minus B plus. Huh? It's it's kind of a betweener. It's a great show. I really did, uh, really did enjoy it. Um, just a uh, housekeeping note, if you haven't, listen to our weekly now series uh which is the play it loud play it loud rock news uh every week every friday we bring you the news of the week in the rock and roll world and that is brought to you by badass stacks so um had a good time last night thanks for coming with me and um, we'll see you all next time